the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. The president used his weekly address to lay out exactly what he's looking for in a replacement on the Supreme Court due to the retiring justice, Anthony Kennedy. The president pledged to select someone with impeccable credentials, great intellect, unbiased judgment, and deep reverence for the laws and constitution of the United States. An official announcement will come on Monday. A house exploded in Newfield, New Jersey, killing a couple in their 70s. The blast reported as a gas explosion that broke windows in homes and scattered debris over several blocks. The state police arson bomb unit investigating along with ATF and the Franklin Township PD. Wildfires have destroyed dozens of buildings and caused at least one death in California. A new fire erupting Friday in the hills in Santa Barbara County, burning at least 20 homes. And fires in Colorado are being beaten back now. That's four C-130s are dumping suppressant there. You're listening to SRN News. Dennis Prager doesn't normally resort to name-calling. But sometimes the shoe fits. I hate calling people names. But it has come to the point where there are people on the left now so freely use Nazi that I think calling them an arrogant fool is uh, somewhat mild, would you say, compared to Nazi? The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio for the Twin Cities on this Saturday. Mitch Berg and the Northern Alliance Radio Network comes your way in just moments. Bonus points to you if you are listening to The Patriot right now on our free mobile app. Don't have the mobile app yet? Just download it right now. Take us with you wherever you go. Sunny skies today with the daytime high of right around 82. Tonight, clear in 67. Tomorrow, sunny with a daytime high of 88. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. The broadcast, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 14 and a half, almost, 14 and a third years strong, dominating Twin Cities weekend radio, along with my compatriots, Brad Carlson heard every Sunday from two, no, make that one to three on our, on, on the, the Patriot. And of course, uh, King Banyan every Saturday morning, nine to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, the businessman. If it's on weekend radio, ergo Twin Cities radio at all, and it's worth listening to, it's the Northern Alliance radio network by all means. Tell a friend, bring, bring friends along. Uh, Anyway, it was a big week, 4th of July this past week. I did an entire broadcast about 4th of July, half of it about the Declaration of Independence this last week, uh, last uh, Saturday when I was on the broadcast. And 
that was always interesting. I was I was enjoy leading with the the positive side of the Fourth of July. What it actually what it actually means. Uh, and I'm not done because I think there's some there's some stories that came out related to uh, people's observances of the Fourth of July of Independence Day this past week. And uh, by the way, by the way. When I say 4th of July, when anyone says 4th of July in reference to the holiday, someone always, always chimes in. It's supposed to call it Independence Day. Yeah, I know. It, it's common usage. People people refer to both similarly. And yeah, it is more proper to call it Independence Day. But do you think there's anyone out there who really doesn't get what you're going for when you call it the 4th of July? Just saying. Take a deep breath. Smell the roses. Enjoy life. De-stress. Just a skosh. Okay. All right. Uh this past week, right around uh, Independence Day, thank you very much, an uh, article came out, got a whole bunch of press, uh, pointing out that uh, it reported that a record percentage are losing their pride to be uh, American. A record low percentage are proud to be an American. And that's one of those things that kind of catches me on a number of levels. First of all, Pride in a nation is something that the nation needs to earn. Every nation is proud to some extent. Well, almost every nation is proud to some extent. I mean, Venezuela is a proud nation. Does it? Ha- I mean, there are people in Venezuela who are intensely proud of being Venezuelans and of the nation of Venezuela. Do they have much to be proud of at the moment? No. I mean, the government of Venezuela is is betraying whatever the people of Venezuela have to be proud of. I think that's a fair thing to say. There may be some elements of Venezuelan history that, that people can be proud of, but you're not seeing them in the country day. Likewise, there are things about being a Russian about which one may justly be proud, but it's current history. Ain't it? And it's perfectly okay to be proud of, of being German, provided you leave out 13 or 14 years in the middle of the last century. Uh, Although most Germans, I mean, Germans, Europeans in general, with the exception of the Danes, I think the Dutch uh, on the continent, uh, in the western part of the continent, uh, don't really score as high on national pride as America or uh, many other nations. Anyway, a couple of tangents there. Anyway, the, 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 the headline came out record number of uh, record uh, percentage of people are uh, reporting diminishing pride in being an American. And that was the headline. And it got, oh, I mean, I was watching, I sort of slipped into my old morning routine of popping on one of the morning news stations after not watching local uh, local network television, anything from the big four networks at all for five years. I mean, literally five years ago next week, was the anniversary of the last time I actually watched uh, one of the big three, big four networks uh, at all, period. And I sort of got back to it just because getting the morning weather is kind of fun. Uh, and the story aired with its headline saying a record percentage of Americans are reporting less, being less proud of being Americans, as if there was a contagion sweeping the nation, striking all equally, like the influenza, regardless of people's uh, politics, but regardless of any other context involved, all Americans, it made it sound like, uh, as reported in the media, were reporting feeling a little less proud of their country, as if it was just some 
something that fell evenly across the entire population. And it was reported as being a bit of a problem. Well, you had to look down in the story, deep in the story, to actually get the context that's involved uh, in the story. And it noted, and by the way, two things you really need to notice. We'll get to the context in a moment here. But you you move a little, I mean, up the top of the story, you actually go to the top line numbers. And they point out that, in fact, an incredible number of Americans are extremely proud uh, or very proud of their country. Uh, and and it's it's like in the three quarter range nationwide, which is like if you're talking a diminishing number, diminishing percentage of an overwhelming number, uh, then then you're <laughs> then then you're then you're probably digging a little too hard for your headline there. And so it's it's like something like seventy seventy two percent of Americans together are are proud, very proud, or extremely proud of their country. Uh, rating it a four or a five out of scale of five, with five being extremely proud. And you have to dig way down in the story to see the real lead here. And this lead is buried so deeply that the mafia is is giving them calls saying, hey, how do you bury things that deeply? Because while we know how to bury things deeply here at the mafia, you and the media know how to bury things deeply. Anyway, the, the quote goes, <clears throat> currently, of Democrats, down from 43% in 2017 and 56% in 2013, are extremely proud. The decline preceded the election of Donald Trump, but has accelerated in the past year. Less than half the independents, 42%, are also extremely proud. That is down a little from 48% a year ago, 50% in 2013. As has typically been the case, Republicans are more inclined to say they're extremely proud to be Americans than are Democrats and independents. 74% of Republicans are extremely proud, which is numerically the highest over the last five years. But, and I'll just note this on the side, isn't that much higher than, than, than even during the Barack Obama administration? Higher to be sure. But not that much higher, not radically changed. Republicans apparently have this ability, unexpected ability, perhaps even supernatural ability, to maintain some pride in the United States, and pride in being an American no matter who the president is, even if the president elected by a slim majority of their fellow Americans is not demonstrably proud to be an American, or at the very least has a wife who seems to downplay the notion of national pride in one of the most tone-deaf ways I've ever seen in a human being. Anyway, so the Republicans, granted, got a little more proud, but were pretty darn extremely proud to start with. Independence, who, which is basically another way of saying Democrat who can't make a commitment in most cases, at least in my experience, down a bit, down about what we call it, about 16%. The Democrats, who were highly proud of the country, extreme, rated the country extremely proud. And by the way, there was a considerable, uh, additional considerable percentage who said they were very proud, just not extremely proud. But 56% in 2013, when you-know-who was president, Barack Obama, down to 43 in 2017 and 32% today, which... By the way, is is a drop of a little over a third. 
a drop of a little over a third in extreme pride. And, and so what this tells me is that the story isn't so much that a record percentage of Americans are proud, or for that matter, that uh, the, the percentage of Americans who find themselves extremely proud to be citizens of this country is dropping across the board, as the headline and the first several paragraphs of the story seem to imply. Now, the real issue I'm going to suggest to you is that a record percent of uh, record share of the Democrat voters are whinging and pouting because they didn't get their way in November of 2016. I mean, they remind me, and I say this with all due respect to my Democrat friends out there, of which I have more than you might suspect for a conservative talk show host. I mean, I live in St. Paul. When in when in St. Paul, do as the St. Paulites do. You, you make friends. You do the best you can. You got neighbors. And I say this with all due respect to all of them. But stop pouting. My God, it's unseemly. It reminds me of a, of a four-year-old who, who doesn't get his way and, and, and whines and, and snivels and whimpers until they make everyone so miserable. They say, oh, f-, at least the four-year-old hopes. The, the adults will say, oh, fine, have your way. Fine, we'll vote with you for impeachment. Fine, you can have a can of pop uh, with dinner instead of, uh, instead of milk. Uh, fine, you can have that toy. Fine, we'll, we'll vote for universal background checks. Fine, Hillary is the smartest woman ever. Stop pouting. <laughs> if, let me put it another way. And some wag on Twitter put it much more succinctly than I have. And in fact, I'm going to paraphrase that tweet. If your sense of feeling about this nation is entirely dependent on who has been elected its leader... You're doing it all wrong. <laughs> and it's true. If, you, if, if your sense of, of pride or accomplishment in the nation that for whatever reason, we'll come back to exactly what this nation has accomplished in the last 242 years in a moment uh, after the break, after one of these breaks anyway. But if your sense of, of feeling one way or another about this nation, by the way, is in t- is wrapped more than a little bit around who is the president of the United States, then you're doing it wrong. The idea of of a nation that that is controlled as as by the people, as as a free association of equals, as a as a government that governs through the consent of the governed. If you are are possessed to 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 have your entire feeling about this nation uh wound up in what is essentially either a personality cult for barack obama or hillary clinton or for lack of a better term an anti-personality or personality anti-cult what's the correct term terminator n they both sound good to me i don't know personal uh, personality anti-cult i kind of like i think that works a little bit better put that down in the uh, logbook thank you very much uh, the personality anti-cult against Donald Trump or Mitt Romney or John McCain or Tim Pawlenty or oh, where'd that slip in or, or Ronald Reagan or or Barack Obama for that matter. If your feeling about this nation is a personality cult or a personality anti-cult, then I'm going to suggest you don't really get democracy with a small d. I'm going to suggest you don't get federalism. I'm going to suggest you don't really get. 
what the free association of equals and limited powers is all about. I'm going to suggest, if you're a Democrat, might be time to take a trip to Colorado and relax yourself. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. On the streets of Miami, speed is the law. So when a corn dog goes after the wrong girl, oh, heartburn. one man will bring her Tums Ultra Strength. I'm on my way. Don't get wrecked by heartburn. Nothing works faster than Tums. Your mustard's fast, but my Tums are faster. Oh. And with Tums on the go rolls, it's never been easier to leave heartburn behind. You did it. Yeah. You gonna finish that corn dog? Tums Ultra Strength, available in a store near you. How much do you spend on your pest control each year? $200, $300, or even $500 or more? What if I said you could spend less than $25 a year, even less with promo code RADIO20? Then listen up. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug In Pest Free, and yes, it is possible to read your home or business of unwanted pests for less than $25 per year. The answer is... Plug-in pest-free. Our best-seller, the Plug-in Pest-Free Pro, will cover up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair dinkum. For just a one-time cost of only $249, even less with promo code RADIO20, you'll be pest-free for years to come. Log on to gopestfree.com today. Use promo code RADIO20 and start driving those pests away. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com. That's gopestfree.com, promo code RADIO20. When the need for senior care arises, there's no place like home. Your loved ones should never have to give up living at home. Visiting Angels will provide home care for your mom or dad at home up to 24 hours per day, including personal care, meals, and light housework. You'll select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. Look up visitingangels.com or call 877-374-LIVE. That's 877-374-LIVE. Franchises are available. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Number to call should you care to join me, 651-289-4488. I'm also minding Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N-S-H-O-W. One man come in the name of 
operators are standing by. Talking about pride in America. And why some people just don't don't have it. In this case, about a third of Democrats. Some Republicans. And the extent to which many people tie their pride in this nation up to uh, whoever's been elected and in charge. And and I I said it before the break. I'll say it again. Uh, If you tie your entire sense of, of what this nation's about to its elected leader, and whether you like that leader or not, you don't get democracy. Now, I get it. There's leaders you like, like Ronald Reagan in my case, like Calvin Coolidge, who leave the country a much better place when they leave. There's presidents like Woodrow Wilson and Barack Obama. And, well, Barack Obama to some extent, Woodrow Wilson especially, Lyndon Baines Johnson, oh, definitely, my two least favorite presidents of all time. Believe it or not, not Barack Obama, though they would have to be in order. Woodrow Wilson, Lyndon Baines Johnson. <laughs> Jimmy Carter at least knew he started off on the wrong track and turned around. Give him that. He was an ineffectual hamster who fled from a rabbit, but his heart was in the right place, and he even he even started making a few moves that weren't completely stupid towards the end of his presidency. It was too little, it was too late, and in the face of Ronald Reagan, that's a good thing. <laughs> let's, let's, be, let's be honest there. But if, you, if your entire sense of what this nation is is tied up in the leader, then there's two things. A, you don't get what this nation's supposed to be about. Number two, to the extent you do, yeah. The central federal government is too powerful in this country. It is time to return to federalism. We'll talk about that perhaps on a future show. So good articles about this going on right now, things we need to actually start to pursue as a people uh, to get the government to the federal government, the centralized government, to devolve some of its power outward to the states and the people again, because the centralized government isn't working. You can't govern a nation of 320 million people uh, from very different cultures, even within the dominant white Anglo-Saxon Protestant uh, society, even they are not united. And you don't need to be united if you have a functional federalist system. Whereas if you want to centralize everything like the USSR with better hair and cars, well, that's a fool's errand and you're doomed. Anyway, we, we talked about the poll that uh, came out this past week showing the number of people less proud of this nation, almost entirely Democrats uh, flaking away from, from the party line or going along with their party line. There's some people who take it to a little more ridiculous extent. Um, Vox.com is uh, an offshoot of the Washington Post and a particularly noxious one because basically it's a fully fully funded leftist spin machine trying to they, they use the term contextualize the news which is a a, a five dollar word for uh put spin on news to try and 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 spin the news towards the left it's uh been it's run by uh the like of likes of ezra klein uh, who and uh, matt iglesias who are let's just say not 
Well, I mean, they're they're far left, and they're people who got promoted far beyond their intellectual and, and craft abilities as writers early in their careers, bloggers, and there they are now, right now working for the WAPO, running Vox.com for uh, the major East Coast media. And a, and a fellow named Dylan Matthews uh, put out a piece this past week in Vox uh, saying three reasons the American Revolution was a mistake. Now, you see these things, and you see them especially coming out of click farms like Vox. And you think, okay, someone is trying to launch some clickbait. And by the way, if you haven't lived in the online world, clickbait is an article that's put out there to just really annoy people, get them to click and pass it around and say, what, what, how dare these people say this, and, and draw eyeballs to the website, which means they get more ad revenue. I mean, that's, there's an art to that, by the way, in online news these days. That's why you find uh, the articles on Facebook, for example, saying, these 10 baby boomer songs are all stupid. Of course, they pick 10 songs that are everyone's favorite. Or these 10 songs from the 1990s are stupid. Uh, you don't see them talking about 10 songs from the 2000s that are stupid because people who came of age in the 2000s still aren't earning as much money as they possibly will in their life, whereas people who were listening to music in the 1990s, now they're getting into their 40s now. They're starting to earn. They're starting to bring home the fat stacks, which means the advertisers want to reach them, which means if you tick them off and they come to your dim bulb article, you make more ad revenue because you're you're drawing people who are earning serious money to your website and advertisers like that. So you tick them off. They come to your site to vent their anger. They win, you lose. Anyway, that's, I mean, at least part of the motivation, I think, to this rather dim article by by one Dylan Matthews in Vox.com. But Vox isn't entirely a click farm. They do have pretense to being journalists. Point of fact, they're not journalists. They're propagandists. And that, that's all you really need to know about Vox. Uh, with, when actual dispassionate journalism happens at Vox. It's more or less by accident or as an oversight. And Dylan Matthews is not it. Anyway, piece entitled Three Reasons the American Revolution Was a Mistake. Uh, Headline this. This is July 4th. Let's not mince words. Uh, The voice isn't quite fitting. This is July 4th. Let's not mince words. American independence in 1776 was a monumental mistake. We should be mourning the fact that we left the United Kingdom, not cheering it. You get the impression that Dylan Matthews is one of those little hamsters with a perfectly quaffed beard who stays up into the wee hours of the morning to watch Manchester United because he's so into British soccer. Anyway, of course, evaluating the wisdom of the American Revolution means dealing with counterfactuals. Do you think? As any historian will tell you, this is a messy business. We obviously can't be entirely sure how America would have fared if it had stayed in the British Empire longer, perhaps gaining centuries, uh, independence a century or so later, along with Canada. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's a good thing to admit. But with that, he goes on to make some fairly absolute statements that, uh, that are almost impossible to, to sustain. The first of his three reasons that independence was a mistake— Abolition would have come faster without independence. Well, okay. So he's got a point to the extent that the British Empire abolished slavery, at least in terms of legislation, in 1834. Uh, 
and even in India, it was banned in 1843. Uh, and, and, and by the way, in England itself, it had been uh, illegal since uh, the early 1770s, which, as Mr. Matthews points out, is decades earlier than the United States. This alone is enough to make the case against the revolution. Well, no, Mr. Matthews, it's not. That's enough to make the case that you flunked Logic 101, and for whatever reason, perhaps because your father donated lots and lots of money to your institution of higher education, you were not required to retake it. It's not reason enough alone. It is proof, but if it is, it is a statement of fact that the United States, in its founding, had one huge epic black eye, morally speaking, the, the institution of slavery. Does the institution of slavery a profound wrong to 10%, 12% of the population, a third of the population of the Deep South, invalidate the rest of the experiment? No, that's a logical fallacy. It's a two quo ad hominem. So, oh, that's a term you would have learned in logic class had Daddy not flown into Bard College or wherever you got your supposed education and gotten them to allow you to skip Logic 101. And again, as you noted, it's a counterfactual. We don't know when or if abolition would have come at all. Because remember, merchants in the United Kingdom, the uh, Kingdom were making a killing off of the textile industry, which is being fed by slave-produced cotton. And while the United Kingdom would have been perfectly fine, uh, hypothetically abolishing slavery throughout uh, throughout the empire, the fact is, uh, weavers, that's the term I'm looking for, the textile industry in the United Kingdom was such a pillar of the British economy for so long that it's not completely out of turn to, to think that they, that they may have turned a blind eye or, or been swayed politically uh, by the fact that there was so much money in all of that uh, to cotton coming from the United States. By the way, it wasn't just Britain either. New York City banned uh, slavery in 1842, but they voted in favor of slavery, uh, keeping the slave states uh, slave because they were making a mint off the textile industry too. Moral black eyes are contagious, folks. Oh, there's more. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Because we'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist. And the Eagle will. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. 
My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across Heating and Air Conditioning knows how much you love being outdoors and soaking up all that Minnesota summer sunshine. You know what else is great? Coming into a nice, cool, air-conditioned house afterwards. So if you're looking into updating your old system or finally getting that AC you've always wanted, Standard Heating has got you covered with some great deals in July, like instant savings of $700 on new air conditioners. There are even easy financing options available on approved credit. It's no sweat really no sweat to make it even cooler a new system can cut your cooling costs by up to 30 percent so don't wait call standard heating and air conditioning today and ask how you can save 700 dollars on your new air conditioner and enjoy all summer has to offer inside and out learn more about these great offers at standardheating.com patriot that's standardheating.com patriot standard heating and air conditioning the comfort you deserve Need special boots or shoes for a new job, but you don't know where to start? Step into Chet's Shoes for expert advice and a proper fit. A boot can make or break your job, so make sure you get the right one for you. We have safety toe options in steel, aluminum, composite, as well as regular work boots. Check out our expanded line of women's work boots. We've been fitting people for over 70 years. Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and our Red Wing stores in Circle Pines, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, St. Cloud, and Columbia Heights. Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Here reminding you, Americans for Prosperity today, 4 o'clock, Professor Noah Williams of UW-Madison, topic of the minimum wage and the economy. Actually, this is a good one. The economy in Minnesota versus the, uh, <laughs> the Wisconsin economic border battle. Hint, Minnesota's losing. By the way, we've got a giveaway coming up here. We've got one, count it, one, limited edition, camouflage AM1280, the Patriot cap to give away, sometime in the next hour. That means you're going to have to stay tuned. What? Stay tuned to win a prize? I think it's a fair trade. One, count it, one, camouflage Patriot cap in the next hour at a time chosen by me. So, yeah. Finest rock and roll band in the history of Finland. <sighs> Speaking of finest rock and roll band in Finland, uh, my my band, uh, Elephant in the Room, one of my bands, uh, is going to be playing. We're coming down to two weeks here on the uh, night of the 26th? 26th 
I believe. Thursday night, uh, a week from two, two weeks from this coming Thursday, actually, we're going to be playing uh, live, if you will, at um, at oh yeah, we're going to be at Willie McCoy's. It's a uh, it's a fundraiser for the Jim Newberger campaign. I will be playing there along with my band Elephant in the Room. I mean, the band will be playing there. I'm not a solo artist, not this time, anyway. Uh, and, of course, uh, our good friend Rick, Agu- <laughs> Rick Aguilar and his new band, uh, Space Force, <laughs> I love that, uh, will be joining us. Uh, so it'll be a double bill. I think we'll be trading off, maybe even doing a little Battle of the Bands. You never know. Or, uh, by the way, we're going to have special guests from a lesser radio station joining us as well. Uh, and sitting in on a song or two. So, uh, stay tuned for that. I, I can't tell you who they are because, well, they can pay us to promote them if you catch my drift. But, um, anyway, that Thursday night, the 26th, uh, from six till, I believe, nine at Willie McCoy's. It's a great cause, of course, fundraiser for Jim Newberger, who needs all the money he can get running up against the Democrat uh, media and noise machine. Uh, so be there Thursday the 26th. And then Elephant in the Room going to be live out at the New Eagles Club out in Stillwater, just off of Highway 36. It's the former uh, Famous Dave's. It still looks like a Famous Dave's. I mean, let's be honest. You drive along. You think, where would I go for a brisket? But a bing, there I go. They may, I don't know if they have brisket on the menu, but we got music on the menu from 8 till midnight. My band Elephant in the Room with... A new member of the band that will be well-known to those of you who have been with this broadcast for a while. That's right. Old familiar face, or at least semi-familiar voice, will be joining the band. No, it's not Ed Morrissey or, or, or John Hinderocker. Scott Johnson might be cool, but no, not him. Brian, Chad, King. Nope, none of them. I mean, King plays a little bass. You never know. Can't rule anything out. But no, won't be him. Another voice. Atomizer? Nope, nope, not Atomizer, although he's picking up the bass. Uh, all these tangents. Where was I going? Oh, yeah, uh, Friday night, the 27th of July, uh, three weeks from yesterday, actually, out at the Eagles in Stillwater. Ooh, well, look at the clock. Anyway, we were talking about Dylan Matthews' piece in Vox uh, about uh, about why the three reasons he has that the uh, independence of the United States was a dreadful mistake. He he says without any real evidence uh, and a deep ignorance of the economic history involved that abolition would have come faster without independence. Well, and for all we know, uh, the telephone would have been invented in, in uh, 1778 w- without independence, but there's no real evidence for it. In fact, given the fact that so much of the British economy depended on cheap American cotton, which, by the way, was why the British came in on the side or flirted with coming in on the side of the Confederacy and supported the Confederacy with weapons, money, supplies throughout the Civil War. Should tell you something, perhaps there was more than just moral right and wrong driving the British during this uh, entire episode of the American slavery as well. They didn't have to have slaves. The Americans did the dirty work, and as it happens, the immoral work. Uh, further counterfactuals that are completely ignorant of history, although perhaps mildly less so, independence was bad for Native Americans. And, and there's a point there. I mean, if America had not uh, been independent, the uh, policy towards Native Americans may have been different because the British, to some extent, were more conciliatory about dealing with Native populations 
than the Americans were, that Americans turned out being. I mean, by the early 1800s, America took on the whole notion of manifest destiny about our need as a nation to conquer the entire continent from border to border. And we proceeded to do just that and take pretty much everything that was in our way. And yeah, there was a racist campaign in many quarters to eliminate Native Americans, although not quite as monochrome as some liberals would have you believe these days. There were American presidents who who, who questioned that policy and, and, and to their limited ability in a federalist system pushed back against it. But it also uh, supposes that at that point the British central government would have had complete say over how the colonies proceeded. And by the way, let's not forget also that while America as an independent nation struck out westward and uh, killed much of what was in its path or introduced them to diseases that they couldn't withstand and and they died off before we got there, which, by the way, happened with the vast majority of uh, Native Americans even before there was the United States, quite frankly. There were huge... Uh, Indian po- large Indian populations in the Mississippi Valley that died of disease. Uh, they contracted from Spanish settlers and traders coming up from Mexico. So, I mean, the, in some ways, the worst of the, the, the slaughter of the Indians happened before the, the, there, there was even any pressure to the West. Anyway, I digress. Uh, The author, Dylan Matthews, being ignorant of logic, goes on then to be ignorant of uh, history as well, Uh, British history in this case, not just American economic history and British economic history, but, but British political history. The British may not have pushed straight west and killed every Native American in their way, but they would have gotten the Indians, the Native American tribes themselves to do it for them. I mean, how do you suppose... A, a nation the size of England conquered a nation the size and population of India, with, by the way, rarely more than a few tens of thousands of soldiers in place to to enforce that policy. They did it by turning weaker tribes against more powerful tribes. They did it by playing Game of Thrones games with uh, with various tribes and groups and kingdoms in India. And every place, by the way, that they established colonies. It's not like the British landed enough people any place but the, the 13 original colonies, frankly, to, to completely take over. What they did was they picked the tribes or kingdoms or local clans that they wanted to favor, found the ones with just enough power and influence to subjugate the others and basically do their dirty work for them. And while... You might not have had the violent expansion westward that happened with the United States and its growth to the to, from coast to coast. You would have likely had something a lot more like you had in India, where powerful tribes were co-opted to pacify, to tame, to in effect all but enslave other tribe, weaker tribes, and bring them on board, which has its own moral downside, if you will. I wouldn't expect Dylan Matthews to know that because, well, he's a liberal. He knows everything. So again, ignorance of history doesn't get you any points. Now, here's the one that is just plain ignorant straight up. Point number three, America would have had a better system of government if we'd have stuck with Britain. 
And he goes on to say, honestly, I think earlier abolition alone is enough to make the case against the revolution, and it combined with less horrible treatment of Native Americans is more than enough, but it's worth taking a second to praise a less important but still significant consequence of the U.S. sticking with Britain. We would have in all likelihood become a parliamentary democracy rather than a presidential one. And parliamentary democracies are a lot, lot better than presidential ones. They're significantly less likely to collapse into dictatorship because they don't lead to irresolvable conflicts between, say, the president and the legislature. They lead to much less gridlock. Huh. Oh, Dylan. Dylan, you little dim bulb. I'm sorry. I hate to na- call names. I hate to call names. But as Dennis Prager says, it's it's fully appropriate at this point. Dylan, you may have a BA from, I don't know, Bard College or something, but you're not the brightest light on God's Christmas tree. He who forgets his history is condemned to repeat it. They're not significantly less likely to collapse into dictatorship, or at least the correlation has nothing to do with the the, the type of, of legislative and executive system selected. Parliamentary democracies are no less likely to collapse into dictatorship. Perhaps you've heard the examples of Germany, Italy, Russia. <laughs> All of them were parliamentary systems. And granted, the Russian system was, was hardly a democracy. And Italy was a weak democracy. And Germany had an exceedingly executive-heavy parliamentary system, whereas in the UK, well, it's a constant battle. But no, they're not significantly less likely to collapse, collapse into dictatorship. It, it, the correlation is entirely with the, the people, the democratic traditions of the nation, which, by the way, our country is entirely built around. Not that that necessarily protects us entirely, but it's a start. And and we derived our institutions heavily from the English institutions. And by the way, Dylan, while you're part of the privileged class whose freedom of speech will be the last to be stripped away, have you noticed what's happening with rights like free speech, freedom of association, uh, enumerated powers in the UK these days? Knife control, thank you. For, I won't even get into the Second Amendment. You think they're doing well with freedom in the UK right now? Get back to me on that, Dylan! Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Shut up, Dylan! AM 1280, The Patriot. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, 
is it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. Schnitker Law Office asks, do you trust the government to pay you everything required by law in an eminent domain situation? The state offered a landowner $100,000. Schnitker Law Office got the client $365,000 and most of the legal fees and costs paid. A county government offered a local auto shop $450,000 in an eminent domain issue. Schnitker Law Office helped the client win an actual award of $850,000. If you're losing land, losing access to your property, or being forced to move by the government, don't leave your money on the table. Call Schnitker Law Office to ensure you get every dime you deserve as required by law. The government has lawyers. You need one, too. So get someone who knows their tricks. Schnitker Law Office. Call today at 763-252-0114 or go online at minnesotaeminentdomain.com. That's minnesotaeminentdomain.com. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1-3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are an encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Juvland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Next hour, we're going to be talking about Return from Never Never Land. What's he talking about? You'll find out next hour. Honest. Speaking of which, there's a quote attributed to Martin Luther King. President Obama used it all the time. And the quote is, The moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends toward justice. And it's one of those inspiring sayings is one of those things and not to sound sarcastic i'm not being sarcastic it's one of those things you you might see on a motivator's calendar it's one of those things you want to believe in if you believe in the best of humanity as a conservative i do not believe in the that, that humanity uh, trends towards the best uh, the, the idea that the moral arc of the universe is long but it bends towards justice is a platitude that has no zero historical basis uh, Kevin Williamson, longtime friend of this broadcast, several-time guest, uh, paraphrased it, uh, made it much more accurate. Uh, he says, the moral arc of the universe is long, but it bends towards tyranny and barbarism. That's the truth. You look at in all of human history, as we described last week, 
and it's interesting to remember, I think about this on July 4th, of all the people who ever lived in human societies in the last 20,000 years, when humans started forming societies beyond families and tribes, the vast majority, both before and after Independence Day, 1776, lived under one form of, of authoritarian government or another, a, a, a strongman, a chieftain, a, a kapo, a divine right monarch, an emperor, some kind or another. At least, I mean, those who weren't living in hunter-gatherer tribes, and let's be honest, nature is an even more brutal tyrant than, than humanity uh, most of the time. And the idea that humans could live under anything other than complete domination by those who had set themselves up as those stronger than them never really much occurred in a significant numbers before the Declaration of Independence. Even Greek democracy was democracy for those who qualified, not for everyone. It had nothing to do with the rights of man being inherited from God, as our Declaration of Independence and our Constitution spell out. The idea that human rights are something you're born with rather than endowed to you by a government or a monarch or the person paying your bills, the person allowing you to live. And this is more than, I mean, that idea was more revolutionary and threatening to the status quo of the day then and now than the army that we put up against the British was. And it still is. Now, this is interesting. This is going to tie in a little bit with the next hour here. Most of Europe's democracies today, the the European parliamentary democracies that our friend Dylan Matthews from Vox.com last segment uh, jabber about, still believe that rights are granted by the community, not by one's creator. In fact, some of most European societies eschew the notion of a divine creator, which is fine. Our Constitution doesn't require it, just recognizes it. Anyway, it means that when, or if, maybe, but I say when a government goes off the rails, those rights will follow suit. And by the way, if you're a liberal who's whining about Donald Trump being the president today, you should be smelling what I'm cooking here, okay? If you think if you think Donald Trump is literally Hitler, then you should be paying every bit as much attention as the gun-toting conservative in Lakeville that is going, yeah, yeah, right now to this broadcast. Anyway, those of us who pay attention every Independence Day are celebrating an idea that most Americans blessedly have no idea about the fact that a free society even a society with problems and limits to its freedom like we do have income taxes and authoritarian bureaucrats and and an arrogant entitled political class in st paul and 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 hastings and and washington dc the idea that that class exists at all and and we still have the freedom we do as imperfect as it is, in other words, as human as it is, defies history and beyond that defies human nature itself. Friedrich Nietzsche, I'm just going to do some college philosophy stuff here, don't mind me, had this concept called the will to power, this idea that, 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 that people, some people will have the will to achieve power over themselves and in many cases over others and those around them. And that will has driven most of history as someone who feels that they are the king took it upon themselves to kill the others who thought they would be king. 
here's a hint for you. Game of Thrones was never fictional up until fairly recently. <laughs> and and, and de- declared themselves the ruler over everyone else. And if it sounds like, hey, that sounds like a street gang, or hey, that sounds like uh, mafia families in New Jersey duking it out for power, ding, 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 get a cigar. I mean, buy yourself a cigar. I'm not giving it to you, but you deserve one for figuring that out. For the vast majority of human history, government and the transition of power between one government and another has always resembled more Game of Thrones or Sopranos or Goodfellas than it's represented the war room. And hamsters like Dylan Matthews and Aaron May Quaid are under the impression that the democracy we have is mankind's natural state and by the way it's not just liberals people on the libertarian side the far out libertarian side the people who call themselves anarchists believe the same thing that mankind's national natural state is to cooperate to get along with each other to to be a community and to act on behalf of the community and for much of society left to themselves they would history shows us this as well places like the old west History shows us even more powerfully that the will to power, the urge to to secure one's own future by exerting power over those, the futures of those around you, is even more powerful. And when the two come together and collide, the will to power always wins every time. And so the arc of history does not bend towards justice. It bends towards tyranny and barbarism, as Kevin Williamson says. God love Martin Luther King. Maybe the worst quote he had, inspiring though it is. But that is why we, as conservatives, people who realize the truth of the moral arc of history need to demand more of our media, who are largely just back-scratchers for the establishment for the last 20 years, and of government, and of our schools, and by the way, of ourselves, to teach the things that our schools aren't teaching to do the things our government isn't doing. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, the Patriot. We'll be right back. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God, one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. Message and data rates may apply. Texting and rolls for recurring text messages. <sighs> nice game. Man, you're really playing hard today. Yeah, it shows what a great night's sleep will do. You know, since I started using Z-Quiet for my snoring, there's no more waking up getting elbowed and no more moving to the couch in the middle of the night. You know, for the first time in years, the snoring's gone, and my wife and I both wake up feeling great. It's amazing, so easy to use, and it worked the very first night. I'm Dan Webster, co-founder of Z-Quiet. For years, I was off my game due to snoring. My wife Trina and I were desperate for a solution, and we found it with Z-Quiet. There's nothing better than waking up feeling rested, happy, and best of all, in the same bed. So if you're ready to score extra points in the bedroom, get Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet fits both men and women, and right now you can try it risk-free for a full 30 days for just $9.95. Just text SLEEP 
to 246810 or go to getzquiet.com. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to com. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. Giving your computer problems a boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from RB's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by luck. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.